up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. It's scintillating. It's sensational. It's Seattle Sounders FC soccer. Sounder Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, joined by my friend and your Alliance Council President, Gorilla FC President, and the Communications Director for the Independent Supporters Council, Cameron Collins. How are you, man? Hey, um, I'm doing good. How are you doing? You know, um, I'm doing good. Um, Sounders World is really rough for us right now. We're going to have a therapy hmm. session. I, I, was, I thought this was going to be a, an angry Aaron. I said that in our Discord, link in the show description, um, when we recorded. But we recorded a day later than usual. It's a Wednesday right now, the 23rd. We're, so we're just a few days away from Minnesota. Um, and I think that extra night's sleep has kind of calmed me down. I mean, I left that game early. Yeah, I, le- I never leave real early for i mean yeah, if i'm with gracie maybe but usually i'd rather just wait it out um wasn't even that bad at that stuff, point but... yeah, like it's not like we, that we didn't look terrible in the first half we were losing one nothing oh uh, we i know possessions whatever but it was 30 to 70 in possession um but we had the more dangerous chances i was uh, they had five shots on goal to our two they had 262 total passes to our 96 they had it 88% passing accuracy to our 77. And we we were winning in the foul department, like as in they were fouling us more. I, we did have some really good chances. They weren't and it had numerous. To, it had to be 4-0 and zero and on my birthday before I left the game early for that for a reason like that. You, you chickened out, man. Well, I okay, yeah, sure, I chickened out. I also was hanging out with my buddy I haven't seen in like seven months. I brought him to the game and watching the second half at his place and actually being able to like talk and like hang out. And you know my schedule. I don't really have a lot of opportunities. Yeah, and that was true. part of it. That was part of it. And, you know, so I wasn't really trying to beat traffic. He lives in Queen Anne. But, yeah, we wanted to play some magic cards and watch the rest of the game. <laughs> and then and then I actually got spoiled and found out we lost 2-1. Uh, how did that happen again? I think I told you. 2-1. Or 2-0, two, two yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, I think you went... It, it's the thing that people have been complaining about since the beginning, and Apple doesn't care. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you log into Apple, it tells you the scores of the games before you can even watch the replay or, or turn it on live. And, and that's my biggest pet peeve is what, what 90% of people that watch a game post, like a replay of a game, are probably watching it for the first time or don't know the outcome. I feel I feel like that's the reason you watch it later or you want to watch it later is because you want to watch the game and you were unable to. So anyway, there's there's score settings on all the other apps. I don't yeah, and I don't understand that either. So Yeah, they finally fixed it so Android users can use it again. It had been a while. It had been broken for several months. Oh, just use uh, it in general? MLS season? Yeah. Season. Yeah. It, you, it, if you tried to load it up, you it either you would hit play and it would just circle 
or it would uh, just show nothing, depending on what browser you were in. For so it, it, yeah, it'd been unusable for months. So I, I did bring it up uh, for the first time the other day during the League's Cup final, uh, where Miami and Messi were successful. And Messi did an amazing thing. He brought uh, the last captain of the team before he came, yeah. DeAndre Yedlin, and gave him the armband and had him help raise the trophy. Yeah, he's kind of oh, like yeah. the polar opposite of Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, isn't he? Like yeah, he that is. whole conversation for the last almost twenty years about the goat. Yeah, he's actually totally. a genuine dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he seems awesome. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of people that are anti-Messi, and I don't know if it's because they're jealous or that a lot of people are like they cheated. We've been through that. They didn't cheat to get him. Like. That's where he wanted to go, Miami. Miami is a city where people, especially from like Spain and France, mm-hmm. go to a lot in Germany. Uh, remember when like German tourists kept getting killed when we were kids? It was probably like when we were late kids, 90s. dude. You were like entering college when I was born. Yes. I'm just kidding. Late late nineties. Yeah, I was entering college. I, don't know, and... I didn't follow the news <laughs> in the late nineties. I don't know. It was everywhere. It was one of those things that was just like everywhere. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it, it, actually, they, I was watching CSI Miami, and that, they had an episode about it, but uh, which was funny. It's actually put it in my head again. <clears throat> anyway, um, for me, all it brings up is the fact that the Sounders are a team that needs to do more with less. We're not Miami. We're not New York. We're not New York. We're not L.A. or L.A. We're not Atlanta. Uh we're going to have to hit on everything, and this season's just showing that our uh, – I mean, we have the talent. It doesn't make sense to me why we're not able to score. Uh, I, 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 again, think it has to do with coaching and tactics, but I don't know. It's just next year our roster and, and our the new Garth um, – I always forget his name. Craig Weibel. <laughs> Craig Weibel. Uh, has said as much. Next year, the roster is going to be very different. Oh, is it beer time? Yeah, sorry. I just really want to drink it. <laughs> it's just uh, actually it's in a nice beer cozy that has gel that you freeze. So mm. it's like just a regular plastic cozy, but on the inside, it's coated in like a blue gel. Now, that's, this so, is an so. interesting discussion that I yeah, think so we need to have. Is beer cozy, which although logically makes sense to me because it's keeping the beer cozy. Uh, usually people call them beer koozies. Double up. That could very well just be me not knowing that. No, I think they, I think they cozy. I don't, I've never, no, I think they, I think both are used. I just don't know where was it originally beer koozie and then it turned to cozy. Cause that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I don't know. Koozie? It's, it, it's different because I don't care that much about this one than the uh, I could care less versus I couldn't care less. If you could care less, then just care less. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's, I couldn't care less. Uh, but it's it's one of those things where people say it differently and they think it means the same thing. And I don't know. I don't know where it came from. We, where is our koozie experts? What is the etymology of them? Jump in our Discord and tell us. Yeah. Also, uh, what do you what do you say? Do you say um, all of the sudden or all of a sudden? 
all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, a yeah, okay, and me too. But I all of the sudden, I might if I were like spelling it out. That's good. Really? Well, I, I don't know. I say all of a sudden, and Mike Salk on on. I guess it's not seven. It's just seven ten. Sports, yeah, seven, Seattle seven. Sports. That's I think that's her new brand. That's her new station name, not ESPN. Anyway, he says that like once per day, all of the sudden, all of the sudden, it, it just bugs me. Anyway, yeah, that, that, uh, that does sound weird. weird. Yeah, totally. But that's that's the whole point of uh, scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt, you know, uh, all of a sudden is an idiom that is a more poetic way of saying suddenly. So it is all of a sudden, not all of the sudden. It's a misspelling of the phrase. So it must um, be cozy because that's just, I don't know. I don't get no, it. Wrong. No, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, there's tales about how the koozie, how is it spelled everywhere there's in the internet? Tales. Uh, yes. There's, Another there's tales about the koozie. Another widespread tale that the koozie's origins date back to British tradition of knitted tea kettle cozies. So they they think it may have this is just conjecture by talesofthecocktail.org. They think it's called the koozie because the, it was a cozy but then it's cool. So it's a koozie. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah. But so, actually is it is it cool? Is the koozie cool or is it just keeping the cool in? keeps stuff cool yeah, yeah. that's the point uh in australia they're called stubby holders that's it that's what it is that's it it's, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> that is the, i've got my cold stubby holder right here. yeah <laughs> uh, uh yeah I love australia oh oh man i you know sounders yeah bleh, bleh, well let's bleh. get let's get to the sounders in a little bit we're going to do oh, a little okay. abbreviated episode since it's a short turnaround. We got a game on. It is Saturday, right? I believe so. It's in uh, Minneapolis, though, correct? It's in St. Paul. Yeah. Is that where the stadium is, St. Paul? I think it might be in St. Paul. The lesser Paul. twin? Actually, I guess the, the, the greater twin. That's the capital. Um, but most people I know actually live in St. Paul, though. So I think it's the most place. People, you know, almost everyone I know, well, my family lives in Minneapolis. Oh, that's funny. Like yeah, the Jets and the friend. Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, what, what are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about hell's wrong with me? The fact that I stayed <laughs> up and watched the Spanish women win an amazing World Cup final—that was so fun. Take that, British. Yeah, I wanted them to win. I didn't. Uh, I didn't stay up. Um, and I, and I will be honest with you. I will, my interest waned after the u.s i was really really bummed about that so i just Land didn't watch waned. the next few games and then i just yeah. ended up finding out the outcomes of all the other matches and not really watching them my interest was kicking ass that. they were kicking yeah. ass the whole time so that was that was my sport for the day my interest waned uh when the matches were all at 2 a.m or 3 a.m and uh i don't watch matches that are pre-recorded like you do so uh, yeah. I only stayed up because I looked down at my watch and saw that it was 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, I only got to stay up an hour to watch Spain win the championship. And so I did. Um, man, what an awesome team and what a weird bunch of men that are around them. Do you see the uh, Hermoso like star player, the 
I think it was the head of the organization of Spanish football, like basically the equivalent of U.S. soccer, kissed her when when she got her trophy, like on the lips. Weirdness, the and they fuck? they've had all sorts of weirdness too around that. Just awful men, and I don't get it, but uh, why I think it's okay, but yeah. I don't know, I but know, I know Europeans are generally, especially the, you know, not Southern, it's still Western, but you know, like Spain, Portugal, Italy, France, they're more affectionate culturally, old, old but man. kissing straight up on the lips yeah. is fucking weird. Yeah, but, uh, and also the, the goal scorer, her dad died and she didn't find oh, out till after they won. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So it's, uh. Imagine that, and and I was hoping, I was hoping that he got to see her score before he died. Not that it really makes a difference, but just had that moment of happiness. But the way, and of course, it was translated into English, so I don't know uh, if the wording was proper or all that. But uh, proper all that? I don't know if the wording was proper all that. I said proper and all that. I put an and in there. Uh, All that stuff. Um, But but it sounded like. he may have passed before the game because she said he was with her throughout the game. So that's well, and then yeah. Steph Cleveland's dad died. Yeah. Died in a car accident. So that's yeah. Suddenly and he wasn't there. Andrew Thomas came up and was our backup. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it was, it's interesting. NFL we know players dad died too. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. It's a bad time to be a dad. I good thing. Neither of us are dads. We don't have to worry about that. Oh wait! <laughs> you stubby holder. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I uh, um, you know, the, the Sounders wore black armbands for, which I found interesting because they didn't do it when Raúl's dad died. But uh, I wonder if that's because Raúl's older and has a family. And I feel like, and maybe you can speak to this. I don't know, but my friends who have kids, when their parents die. Not that it's easy, but it's not as hard for them for their siblings who don't have kids or aren't married and don't have a family because they're kind of now living for their kids. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just kind of my takeaway from looking at my friends. Say that again? My friends who have kids, Uh when their parents pass away, uh, they it doesn't hit. I mean, it's still awful, right? It's still the one of the worst things in their entire life. But it doesn't hit them as hard as it does their siblings that don't have kids and don't aren't married, don't have a family, because uh, at some point the parent is now living for their kid in some capacity and oh, has I other. See what you mean. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're, they're, uh, yeah, we don't need to psychologize that, but I, I would say maybe a lot of it is you are. I mean, you're always living for your kid, and yeah. maybe that's just the direction of your love and now your parents are more of like a support system, like help with yeah. just family supporting, but you're, you're focusing daily on your kid and you, and yeah, maybe, but it might just be like, I don't have, I don't have time to, to mourn as long as you do. <laughs> I got shit to do. She's waking up at three, needs help wiping her ass. Like <laughs> maybe, but I hopefully, you know, it happens to us all. It's a circle of life, and I, it's just unfortunate when it's a sudden accident. Yeah, um, yeah, and maybe Raul's a little bit more like they knew this was coming. The team did too, but yeah, that is kind of weird. I mean, losing a family member is is terrible, and 
that's your teammate and you do it for one and you didn't do it for the other. That's that's interesting. I don't yeah. think there's anything actually there. It's just, yeah. No, I don't think there is. I, I don't notice that. Anything. I just, I, I just was like, oh, I wonder what's different about this. And who yeah. knows? Maybe Steph Cleveland has kids and I just don't know about it. it... Yeah. Well, any other non-sounder scuttlebutt we could talk about before we get into it? We're about halfway. Uh, I'm not going to count today because I don't know whether or not you've engaged with the Mariners today. But prior to today, the Mariners were it's 16. Okay. A co-worker ruined it. Spoiled. Okay. Yeah, I didn't look up the All score, right. but um, yeah, I got spoiled today. Well, anyway, the, the Mariners lost today, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Prior to today, they were 16 and four in the month of uh, August. And thinking about the four losses, uh, and today's loss fits in with it actually as well. Three of them were either blowing it in the bottom of the ninth inning or in the tenth inning, games that easily could have been won. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, dang, even our losses. And today is the same way actually. So the Mariners could be 21 and one this month, basically 22 and one. Whatever it maths out to, uh, it's it's first place. Well, I don't know what the Rangers did we, today, but they were only a game out of first place coming into today. Yeah, so. That's what I mean. Yeah, so if you give hand them two or three more games, yeah, that's looking legit. So that's a very that's a positive. I mean, the name the title of the last episode was at least the Seahawks start soon, but the Mariners yeah. were starting to cook at that point. Week and a half. And now they've continued and now to two two eight game win streaks in. Uh, they basically won eight, lost three that they should have won all three of those, mm. and then won eight. Yeah, and, this, and the Seahawks are undefeated in two two games. <laughs> two preseason games that don't matter. <laughs> uh, well, hey, they don't matter to us, but they matter to the players playing. Other big news, Seattle Sports uh, Athletic Director of University of Washington, Jen Cohen, oh, left yeah. to go to USC, which is a real bummer. As much from as- Cali, though. She's been here for 25 years. Um, yeah, she's from Cali. She yeah, looks, I, I just, believe she said that. that like, it's part of the reason. Also, it's of all the places to go, it makes me want to puke. USC, for some reason, the media continues to hold them up, despite the fact last season was their first good season in like a decade. Um, now they had the one when Browning was there too, but still, two good seasons in a decade. They haven't been relevant since um, Pete Carroll left, which was 2009. And yet the media still treats that like it's the best job. And did uh, they go to the Rose Bowl with Sam Darnold? Uh, yeah, long, long. I mean, but then they had the one. Yeah, and then they had the one before that, where they. Uh, yeah, that was the year. Then when we, the guy committed pass interference and hit our player and intercepted it, and they didn't call it. Mm-hmm. Is. USC predominantly is that like a, a rich kid school? Yeah, it's University of Spoiled Children. That's what I thought. Okay, I've been to camp. So, I've been. There's to the- a lot of money in a market like LA where that's there. Yeah, I know you're, you're, gonna you're going to be on TV. You're going to a better media market. Uh, they are what number is LA number one or number two? I'm assuming number one, but I don't know that. Uh, New York might be a bigger mm-hmm. media market, uh, and you are going to have a team that is going to go up. It's fascinating that they went around and they were mad that, and this probably has something to do with it. They were mad that she got the Huskies into the big 10 because they were promised that UW and Oregon would not join the big 10. And that's why they did it. 
and uh really? and so they came and got her uh and unfortunately the huskies start september 9th so we're almost there two weeks or whatever three weeks and uh the work the starting running back is out for the season with a lower leg injury Oof. so rough rough seattle sports and um uh i think it's a double elimination so they're not done but green lake as in the neighborhood seattle is in the uh, Little League World Series yeah. and lost today in the ninth inning in a wild oh. game uh, to Texas. So they need to win out if they're going to have a chance to it, it advance to the final. Basically, they uh, I don't know when their next game is because uh, it is double elimination, but I'm sure they'll play one of the other t- losers from today. So uh, what was it, 2003? Bainbridge Island? They made it into the World Series. They yeah, the well, World Series. And they then there was a through the, like, team from Cuba, I think, where it was like there was like a sixteen-year-old that legitimately they found out later it was like a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, that pitching. happened. Uh, and then uh, maybe two, three. Well, I, I have no idea of years. By the way, I, I went to school on on Bainbridge. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's why you know. Uh, Sammamish made it, but no team from Seattle proper has ever made it this far. So. Uh, it's pretty cool. As as someone born and raised in Seattle, uh, in the city limits, who gets annoyed because every single uh, thing that the Seahawks or Mariners or whoever do, like when they have like, so-and-so is from this place and they're coming on the field because they have cancer. They're never from Seattle. They're from somewhere else. They're coming on the field because they have cancer. <laughs> you know, little, little, kid, little cancer kids come on the field and everyone claps them as they run around the bases. I want my cancer kids from Seattle. Fucking little cancer kids and up from Seattle. Get out get out of my stadium. I don't get care out if it here. was your wish. There's other wishes out there. Um man. So yeah, we'll we actually Death and Cancer. Advanced. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> we uh Seattle, Washington by losing is advanced to play El Segundo El Segundo, California. A loser gets eliminated and uh winner will play the winner of Tijuana versus Willemstead uh Curacao. Okay. Um, and to get the final spot in the the World Series against the Texas team that we lost to today, hmm. El Segundo. Yeah, Mexican I left my wallet. Style chairs. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Avocado. Um. All right, and then there is, I think, actually some scuttlebutt that isn't. Actually, that isn't Sounders related. I'm curious. It's a legitimate question from Seed97. I'm wondering how much you... I forget, actually, why you don't like Jeremiah Ocean. <laughs> but I don't know if you want to talk about that or not. I don't know if it's a, a personal just, thing or it's just kind of like a, a bad interaction once and just rubs you the wrong way. More, more than once. Internet troll. Um, know it all. Who, uh, yeah, in big has big time me in person multiple times. Um, there's there's a lot of other stuff that has to do with it too, but um, not well liked in the uh, journalist community either. But okay, go ahead. That was the question. I am generally curious what that's all about. What's the beef with Jeremiah oh. Chan from C97? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. So tell us a funny story uh, then of one of those interactions if you got one. Or, the, or if it's just like bash and I don't we don't need to do that. But Oh, no. I mean, I just I remember I set up I helped set up a shoot for the MLS about the 
uh, Timbers Sounders rivalry. It's the one. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. Where I say uh, Caleb Porter has the most punchable face in the MLS. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to an international audience, they actually had a British guy watch the video and laughed when I said that. Uh, you know, he's like sitting in the corner. Um, and I mean, th- this is just one example of it, but like he was sitting there to be filmed after me, and I had been there because I had set up some of the people that would come in and film and then I was filmed and uh, I was just like, Oh, Hey Jeremiah. Cause I'm not, whether or not uh, I'm going to be respectful, whether or not I like you. Um, and he just didn't even respond. Like, so to me, it's like, okay, we have to coexist in this place. Um, but uh, I have lots of opinions. I'm just going to leave it there. I will say, uh, although, I at times have problems with their content. Uh, soccer media is important, and mm-hmm. the uh, Sounder at Heart is now a pay uh, site because they lost all funding. SB Nation dropped them as as they dropped mm-hmm. almost yeah. every uh, SB Nation soccer blog. So yeah, they did that. Into, they did that what, at the beginning of the season or last season, right? And there's only year. a few left over, and including Sounder at Heart because of our probably the traffic that they still yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now it's they have are no longer a part of that, and they're fully uh, reader funded. So if you if you got the cash and want to support uh, soccer uh, um, journalism, I mean, probably go get the Seattle Times, uh, listen to KJR, uh, go support the Tacoma News Tribune, uh, and all these Join other ones. our Discord. Yeah, uh, I actually won't subscribe to the Seattle Times because Jeff Baker, uh, who covers hockey for them, has, uh, and I'm a lawyer, so I know the definition of the word, defamed us as part of Sonicsgate. Um, oh, and wow. so I, I do have a digital subscription that I got for a dollar for a year or whatever, but uh, just because I want to be able to read uh, the articles there from from soccer, soccer articles. But yeah, uh, support the uh soccer journalism in our, our local community and and the greater you have, you have a few bucks throw some to sounder at heart i mean we need and i'll uh, put the, i'll put their article i'll put their article um because it was yesterday yeah yesterday was the very first day so yeah. i will put a link to an article that kind of introduces their new platform in the show description my hope my hope and is now that they're on their they're on their own is that they won't need to use clickbait titles and make up false hypotheticals that aren't based in fact or reality. Uh, I mean, really my hope is that they'll now work with journalistic integrity. Um, not, and, and that's not my friends who write there. That's, that's the people at the top. Uh, it would be great. Uh, now you're, you're beholden to the listener, not to some company who's working on clicks. And I know clicks leads to advertising, but, uh, yeah, but ads are annoying. And also, I don't know if you know this. Well, you're an Android, but I'm sure it's got a reader function, right? Like read version. Yeah. yeah. If you are reading one of those articles online and it's got ads popping up all over the place and on iPhone right next to your like search bar, your URL search bar, there is a uppercase and lowercase a. If you click on it and click on show reader, it eliminates all ads, hmm. but keeps like the posted article photos and video clips it's just it's like cleans the whole article it's so much better 
try that it's if you didn't know it. And you, if you have a reader version, it's meant to be like it turns it into your little Kindle, the article into like a more of a Kindle format. Oh, God. That's, that's I, just, cool. I just saved some people's lives, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, so check the show description. You got so, a link to the Sounder at Heart, the new one, and, of course, our Discord. So how's your new job at Apple? <laughs> I actually uh, got them to work on that Android thing for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, people, I do not work for Apple. Um, it's just nice when you find those little hacks on your phones that we spend, like, half our lives staring at. So I thought I'd share. Um, <laughs> no, it's great. great. Let's go to a quick break. Um, we'll drop anchor. Ooh, there's the new line we can use. We'll drop anchor. We'll take a little break out here, bust out the charcuterie, and let's talk about some of our Sounders issues. Okay, Cameron. So... I'm going to bring up a very pointed question uh, from our Discord from Paul. Okay. He asks, why, what, and how? It's a good question. That, um, I think, uh, I think we all know what each of those mean, actually. So, Sounders, why is this happening? What can we do to fix it? And how did this happen? <laughs> At least that's how I'm reading it. I mean, not to, for lack of a better phrase, because I don't know how else one says this in common English parlance, but not to beat a dead horse, but I think... Oh, you know it's another, hold on, you know it's another bad one? What's that? There's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm like, ugh, yeah. ugh, stop. Yeah. I have a cat. Anyway, what were people yeah. doing back then with those idiots? Like, what did you do? What the cat do to you? There's some crazy idioms. And then uh, you learn, like, if you learn a foreign language, I learned a bunch in French that also are, like, totally weird and different. That Like, chicken, there's one about chicken teeth. Uh, I don't even remember what it is right now. But uh, Oh, German ones are great. You should look those up. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So. Probably 50 words long, and then it's like, no. Die Schweinenlanda. Okay. I think it's a combination of our roster, which a choice was made at the end of last season or middle of last season when we uh, won Champions League rather than to bring in a new player that would upset our plans moving forward with the roster. uh, We decided to keep the guys around and have them for the next season. So that was made. That was a decision made by Garth. Um, I think it was probably the right decision at the time because if you think about it, the people who would have been leaving would have been Freddie or Roe or players like that who have actually played a role this season. It's, it's not them that are the problem, right? It's, we're not, we're not, they, they've stepped up when they needed to to a degree. Freddie is not obviously the same old Freddie, but we love him. Uh, that's why he doesn't start in place of Raul generally. He does sometimes, but... Um, I think it's that it's it's roster construction to a degree. It is roster rules and um, the salary cap. There's just not much you can do about that. And and ultimately, it's uh, coaching hasn't figured out how to. I mean, think about the lineup we put out. Think about how talented yep. that lineup was. 
Yeah, and I yet, said something similar in yeah. our in our Discord, and, and yet we arguably, can't figure it out. is it the players? Is it the coaching? I mean, to me, if it's the players, it's also the coaching, right? Because it's not that the players are playing out of position or aren't playing well together. If it's them not hustling, whatever it is, to me, that's a coach issue when you're not able to motivate mm-hmm. your team. Um, you know, I'm not, and I, I'm not as much as uh, you know. I've been on the we need to talk about Brian uh, phase of of my fandom for a while now. I don't think firing him does anything. He's got to figure this out before the end of the season, and we are here, right? Like we're from fourth place, two game, two two points yeah. out of second. I think everyone else is failing around us. All of us are failing. So uh, that's how we got here. How do we get out of it? I can't believe, I mean, we've seen Messi can make that much of a difference on a team. Mm -hmm. But I can't believe it's just Christian. That's the only common denominator here. I mean, on the field. Busquets for Miami also unlocks a shit ton of opportunities. I mean, he actually arguably does more work than Messi. Messi's just that fucking good. (laughs) I mean, he's literally walking out there. We're not missing two. We're only missing Christian. Yeah, Christian. And he's not Messi. I love Christian to death. He's shown that he, he, I mean, he would be named Mr. Sounder if Zach Scott didn't already have that name. Like, he deserves that moniker. And yet, him not being there has made a huge difference. And I, I don't understand why. On the field, I do. But how come, off? is he around off the field? Is he still providing leadership off the field? I mean, there's a reason he gets, goes to the USA all the time, even though he never plays. It's his leadership. What's what's going on in the locker room? And, and I don't think we have that insight uh, to, uh, I may have more insight next month. I don't know how much I can say publicly, but because Alliance Council is meeting with uh, Hanauer, Adrian Hanauer, uh, our GM and our president uh, Hugh, uh, on the first Tuesday of the month. That's that's our week. Our monthly meeting will be with ownership and the GM. So, that's, yeah, that's two weeks. So we'll be able to answer. We will ask those questions and we will get their honest answers. Now, whether or not we can share them is a question of uh, whether or not they'll allow us. We'll just change their name. Oh, that's what you can do. Just say, just uh, say, Bob. Yeah. Sounders owner Bob says. There you go. That's easy. uh, So, and I, and, and, you know, I don't know if they have. That's Tuesday the 5th. That's so, Ooh, we record on Tuesdays usually. Oh yeah, uh-huh. so this will be in the middle of a break though, which we normally don't record. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should for that one. Maybe we'll have like you and Nick yeah. on or something. Yeah, and we'll have but, you on if, if if you accept the invite. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think that uh, I think we this is what we have this year, right? I think we have we this is that's how we've gotten here. That's the only way to get out. That's why we're only signing people like Roth Rock, who did come in. I it was like Brian got pissed. Once we gave up that second goal and took off our three best players and was like, and was like, all right, you're not going to do it. And then waited a few more minutes to take off Chu, who, uh, I mean, sorry, knew who Chu got taken off in that first group. And I I think we need to talk about new who, but um, we can leave that for a later question. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, it definitely has been again. We'll beat beat a dead horse because we've talked about this all season. But there's just been an inconsistency in lineups, which doesn't help any team get some 
consistency going, right? Uh, to say that twice. Um, but you know what I mean, right? Just, the, just yeah. w- There was a lot of... The only time we had like kind of a similar lineup back-to-back, we were actually playing very, very well. But also what I saw there was uh, Jordan Morris at the top. And I had said in our Discord that what we saw this, this weekend, the lineup that we rolled out was like, this has got to be arguably... I mean, Christian wasn't, wasn't in there, but we haven't had him for a lot of the season. So this is arguably our best lineup that we got and that was the performance that we were doing and and patrick gc in our discord was still still thinks like jordan as our striker is better and i actually and i agree with that i i agree with that formation it's just when you look at the talent on the field yeah i if we had Christian, our best players i I, I think i'm at that that point i would agree with you now he he was in a diamond he was shifting back and not but we saw that when you put the ball over the top in the middle of the field Rather than going to the wings to Jordan, it's dangerous, mm-hmm. and uh, we've seen that before. Now, obviously, you can't do that all the time, but you know, as we're sitting here, a bunch of couch potatoes playing Monday morning quarterback, going bananas uh, over these uh, uh, plays. Um, I think we just got to go cold turkey and realize that we're just not that good. I don't like that. I and I think the lack of step that the lack of step, the loss of step, does that even work? Of Nico, even yeah. from year to year, um, his effort is still. He works as hard as anyone on the field, but yeah, he just doesn't have the coverage, the recovery that we I think we need out of his position in the midfield. I think he needs to come in as false nine. Yeah. Do you think I mean, that? I mean, he can score. He's he can shoot it, but he can distribute from a higher position. But I we need Rusnak and we need JP probably in more of a standard four four two situation with with Jordan up top that can switch with the wings, which Leo can do as well. But that speed on the wings from either side will spread, will create some opportunity in the middle. The center backs got to help out either side, and with yeah. our switching capabilities and speed especially with Rusnak and JP, I think that's our best bet as now. Because I'm I'm convinced that Christian is either not going to be himself for the rest of the season or we might not we might not see him for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if, the, if there's any news out there right now, but two concussions and I mean hold your horses. Let's not get too far into the horse it. is dead and we're beating it. So <laughs> <laughs> We don't we don't have any information, so let's not let's not go there yet. I, I do agree it's a concern, but my understanding is that he should be back for this match this weekend, I believe. Um so hopefully that does make a difference. But but yeah, I I, I think I tend to agree, but my we're seeing Raul track back a lot, and he didn't generally only does that when he's frustrated because he's not getting service. I'm wondering if we had better service from the midfield up, if that would make a better difference and make Raul look better. Mm-hmm. And because he can only do so much, right? Like, it's not like he's getting a ton and ton of good chances. He's getting some, but our midfield there's there's a disconnect there between our midfield and our forwards right now. And we even saw Chu of a of two minds a few times where he wanted he was couldn't decide whether to pass it to the first runners or wait and pass it to the trailing runners, who then is what Christian usually does and scores. And he ended up two different times just passing it directly to the defender in between the two. So it was like, (laughs) but 
but yeah, it's it's a. I don't know. This this you know it's not rocket science, Brian. This should be a piece of cake. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it, this is a, well, a difficult situation. It's difficult, I guess, but we've had pretty much the same available players for a while. Yeah, but if it's and, not and, working, why? Like, why is that not well, working? Well, and, and typically, and we have we've seen it. I've seen Smasher do this before. Like, we've figured it out. Yeah, and this has been. I mean, when were the injuries? More like May, April, May, June. We started getting better. Like Raul Ruiz Diaz played for ju- most July. Am I wrong? Do I, am I, is my memory? No, he did. But it, but uh, I, well, he he had to miss. When did his dad die? When was dad? Well, does it, he, I think he missed a match. He missed one game. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, he's our second sco- leading scorer with four goals. If he's not getting service and can't, then I mean, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, I'm just saying more he, yeah. recently he's been available, right? So it's like yeah. if if this didn't work, then we got to figure out for the next time to do something different. So anyway. Um, and Patrick GC also says, and I agree, that Rusnak looks better at the 10. I agree. I yep. agree. I think we've mentioned that before, too. Um, let's get this rolling here. And, well, Patrick GC, I jump back to our, our mailbag in our Discord. This might be a how do we fix this situation. When do they add, bro? is it Braudilio Rodriguez? Or Tacoma Defiance, I presume Brazilian. Maybe he's Portuguese. Um, and you said he scored another hat trick today. No, uh, I think it was the one the other day. That was you reading the news. and oh, okay. Me thinking, are you saying he scored another hat trick today? Oh, okay, yeah. But anyway, he's got 10 goals, 2 assists. You got liquid death. That's what that sound was. I'm drink that right here. Yep. I mean, for me, I don't know what he brings to the team. You know, I'm not following Defiance that closely right now just because I'm kind of disillusioned with the Sounders. Usually I would be watching all the highlights and stuff like that. Obviously, being good at that level doesn't necessarily, it can, does not necessarily translate to being good for the Sounders. I mean, look at someone like... uh Oh gosh, what was his name? Jones, uh, one of our top prospects that that ended up getting messed up by one of our star players because he started big time in it like him, and it didn't work out. But uh, hmm. just tore up, tore up minor leagues, tore up even when he went to UW, scored a hat trick against Sounders uh, reserves, our second team basically. Who is this? Um, you don't remember the name? Uh, I'm blanking on it because it was so long ago now, but. Uh, it's uh, will they bring them up? They might. They don't have much time. September tenth is the roster freeze date for the playoffs, so we have seventeen days left until, and probably a little less because it would be earlier in the day. I think we have, we have three matches before then, though. So right. Uh, I mean, I would think they won't because Rothrock is the is probably the signing. I don't know where our roster stands at. Usually under Garth, we had two spots open so there, there there would be the potential for there still if that's still the case i don't mm-hmm. know uh, i haven't looked at our roster numbers to know for sure um i don't think they do that unless they think he can help though and and uh they already have players on the roster that could go in and try and put in whether it's putting rothrock up there tevez could slot over there i mean 
Yeah. What message are you sending to your young players if suddenly you're signing a guy who's recently hot? I mean, he's had a great season, but and who would we, who would he play in place of? Right? I think our issue right now is a midfield issue, um, yeah. and I, I'm not concerned with Jordan Leo or Rui Diaz getting goals if they get more service in the right spot. Well, did you like, be honest? Did you watch the second half? No, because it fine. was spo- it was spoiled. I watched the highlights. Spoiled, yeah. <laughs> I get, I get it. I get it. Um, but in the second half, we should have scored like four or five goals. It's like there was a freaking force field over the front of the goal, and it was just like, why is this not going in? What the hell is happening yeah. here? So uh, yeah, and when sometimes, but that happens, and that happens to every cool. team. That happens to yeah. every team. But it's so, happened to us now for what feels like a month. Well, month if not counting the like. 20-day break we had. But well, I think it's day. happening just as much as everyone else, but what's not happening is the actual other opportunities yeah. that other teams can convert. I mean, I right. kind of said that you were talking, but I, I said that Rui Diaz is our second leading scorer with four goals. Four goals, yeah. That's, and it's not like yeah. everyone has, you know, three goals, and then it's Rui Diaz and then someone else. It's We just don't have a lot of goals, man. <laughs> So and by the way, our match is Sunday at it's the it's the day match one thirty at uh, Minnesota. But it's Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, good. We're running over time anyway. So um, as usual, you predicted this. <laughs> like, hey, let's do a thirty minute episode tonight. Uh huh. So it'll be an hour, which is fine. You know, um, as long as you <laughs> listen to us. Here's a question. I'm just looking at the Sounders schedule and and we've been talking about this for a while and I think I wonder if it's more of a frustration out of not scoring what should be like goals, real chances. Are we really not scoring goals? I know it felt that way, but we had two those two in the first 5 minutes against Monterey uh and then couldn't do anything after that. What was the free kick? Those- one was a free but, kick, and the other one was everything we've been asking for, which is Leo Chu to Jordan Morris. Right. <laughs> like, that's our and only goals have been those two dudes. We didn't score League's Cup for against Salt Lake, but mm-hmm. we tied Dallas 1-1. Yeah, we didn't score at San Jose, but we beat Vancouver 3-2. We beat, we beat Dynamo 1-0. Nothing, nothing, nothing against Orlando. LAFC 1-0, but then 3-3 Charlotte. I mean, I think it's because minus those three games feel like an aberration because in the other ones we're getting one or zero goals. But maybe this is just the Felix Hernandez year where you can't win a game zero to negative one as the Mariners showed us on Felix Day when they perfectly lost one nothing in yeah. 10 innings that just like so... they would every Felix game. So, uh, I mean, I, I feel Kirby, like... Kirby, I think, on the mound too, just dealing. As a whole, our defense has been solid minus Nuhu in this last game and a few other times. But And, and we've seen Yamar kind of be a little rough at times, but... We're not allowing a ton of goals. The Monterey three goals, or what a five, whatever it was, five two, yeah, uh, were because we had to push forward because we knew we were going to lose if we didn't score more goals. So that's not fully on the defense. They weren't getting the help they need. And in every other game, we've kept it mostly close, except for that Charlotte game. So, uh, and that that was the Amar uh, and and Alex had a rough game that time. This time though, it was Nuhu with two. He didn't mark his man on a corner, on the first mm-hmm. goal. Uh, right after that, there was two more chances where if their player could uh, kick it at goal, they would have scored on Nuhu mistakes. They mm. knew to go after Nuhu. They were literally passing it to the right. They would be 
running down the left side with a chance without having to pass the ball, so it would have been more dangerous because it slowed it down and would then still go at Nuhu on the other side. I started watching after that first goal, uh, what and they, they His, repeatedly yeah. were going at Nuhu, testing him because they expected him to make a mistake. And then that's what happened in the end. He one-on-one just lets the guy go right by him and put it in the goal or leaving Fry in the lurch. So uh, I, I... Well, I wonder I love, if... I love Nuhu. I mean, we've talked about it. I've loved yeah. Nuhu. I have his jersey, but we need, we need Baker or uh, Baker Whiting out there. Because knew who's not it right now. At least it might, you know, spur him to reset. Because he, he's got, he's got, he's got the skill to be the the best. I think. I mean, I think he is the best left back in MLS when he's on his game. But he's not been for. But he's not. But yeah, he hasn't been for a while. And I wonder if, if if there's something on the pitch that other players can feel and sense on the other team that realize that he might be the weakest link today. Um, because of how yeah, he, he does interact kind of like a petulant child, you know, yeah. at least from 30,000 seats. But <laughs> that's that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Because uh, they, they after that first goal, they were going after him. And the first goal wasn't one that usually he was in the center of the park. His man just it wasn't it was it man was just overpowered. Marking, him. Yeah, it was a poor marking job, but it wasn't yeah. like he wasn't standing there. Well, he, he was standing there and he um, wasn't really doing anything about yeah, it. He didn't, but yeah. but it wasn't like he was in the wrong position. So I don't know what it is that made them see that. It must have been something on film because after that, they immediately went after him multiple times. Every single attack came down the right. Now, that could partially be that that's their favorite way to do it. Like the Sounders tend to prefer to go down to the left. They will go down the right, but uh, they usually go through... Uh, well, with that, that was traditional all right cameron's mic works now what do you think about me who are uh what do we do uh, i i i think you know rothrock's wait not rothrock uh baker um Baker Whiting some or Baker? competition in there and get him start. No, well, read Baker Whiting, but he played yeah, right. But he played. He went in for Nuhu in the game. Okay, oh, try him both. Yeah, but we'll show show Nuhu that he's not the only option. Yeah, and and give and give the kids that we've put investment in and some opportunity. Uh, we need that. to see something different. We can't roll out the same crap anymore. Yeah. So yeah, do that. That's fine. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, I don't think that's like the main issue, but you, I did look at our goal scoring prowess this year. Uh, we're at 18th is what I counted in goals yep. in the league. That that's bad. That's bad. So <laughs> and it's bad for us. So, um, yeah. New who is not the issue. I think that was the issue in that game. I think he's had issues, I think, but I, Everything starts from the back as well. So, ah, dude. Yeah, I, I just think Nico has to come off the bench. I think that needs to be the, the change. And we saw that, uh, and it worked. And 
yeah, we got to go back to it, I think. And I, I hate it for Nico. He's given his heart and soul to our team. But I think we need to uh, – was it you who said this? We need to start figuring out how to plan his future with him and maybe give him a coaching job with the team so that he can slowly start transitioning that way while being content. I mean, it might have been me because I do remember talking about that he does like love being here, uh, his family. But, yeah, I mean, this is the opportunity right here. We're going to have another break because I believe it's the international break again, right? After the couple weeks, we have, though, right? we, have, we have three matches in a row. We have Minnesota this weekend. Then we have, who do we have? So I know Portland is next weekend. Is that your kitty that's mad that knew who played so poorly? Yeah, he's trying to get inside, but we're recording. So everyone's just going to have to listen to him for the few next few minutes. Austin, we're playing Austin this midweek. So Minnesota, Austin away, and then Portland at home. Both, Man, both this is lining games. up to actually be, let's fix it in these fucking two games, and we can bookend this weird bullshit and still be in playoff contention by beating Portland at home. Um, man, and if we cannot, if we can't, even if we don't figure out in these two matches, if we can't figure out in that Portland match, the season's fucking done. I think, I think we're out of the playoffs or we're going to get embarrassed like Real Salt Lake embarrassed us in the first match of the League's Cup. If Portland whoops us twice and throughout the entire intermediate in between both matches we couldn't consistently play well like that just is going to shatter i think both the the fans for this season and the players that locker room will be broken well i think if it's not already and i really hope it's not i i think we can turn it around we're still in playoff contention like you were saying there's a couple things there I, i i mean i think that would be the nail in the coffin because we play Minnesota, who's in the last playoff spot now. They're in the wild card spot with 31 points, tied with Vancouver. But they are only five points behind us. So if Minnesota beats us, suddenly we're, we're three points above the drop zone. Uh, then we play Austin, who's in seventh and is only uh, four points behind us. So if we drop both games and Austin either ties or win, suddenly not only are we below everyone below us, all those teams are above us. And then, of course, Portland is so bad, they just fired their coach. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Woohoo! There's a Last win. Thing to Houston. So uh, I, I'm not as worried about that game now that their coach is gone. I feel like both him and Caleb Porter, it doesn't matter how good we are and how bad they are, they know how to play our game. And we've seen that, not every time, but but quite a bit. Um, yeah, so uh, I agree, though. If we lose all three of these games... I think they might fire Brian. I don't know how you don't. I mean, at this point, it seems, well, if we lose all three and we're still above the line, I mean, maybe. I, it just seems weird to do that when the season only has so many games That's left. That's true. Right? right? Be- like, the Ziggy firing was in July. Yeah. That was a month ago. And when the there wasn't a break. Do do we still had plenty of time, which we took advantage of. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason you do it is if you want to give either Freddy Juarez or yeah. Frecky a run at being co- at, head coach. Because you're not replacing Schmitz with anyone outside if you fire him right now. So I yeah. just, I, and I believe he does deserve the opportunity to finish the season. I think so. I don't too. think, I don't think missing the playoffs for the first time ever on the same day that he won the Champions League. I mean, the Champions League, I think, set, it was, was wonderful and the most amazing thing this club's ever done. 
but it also allowed the club to be, I wouldn't say complacent, but I can't really think of another word, uh, that we don't need to react to anything right now. We have a good enough team to take to win the rest of the season, get to the playoffs, and do do some damage because we're so good that we won the Champions League. Can we talk Our about champion. that's one but, of my fears, though? Is that yeah, if, but if there we, was if we do that, that now and we make the playoffs and we make a little bit of a run, uh, we may keep a coach who is no longer uh, has the locker room now. We're gonna the locker room is gonna completely change now. I think year. change the so, locker room and give him another shot, especially if we make the playoffs. If we make right. the playoffs with Schmetzer, I want to keep Schmetzer. I love Schmetzer. He's he's proven that he's a a, a good coach. He's making he's bad decisions right now. I think in terms of rolling out a lineup and making tactical changes, but the talent's still there. The coach is still there. Yeah, we all have bad. I would say days, but it's been months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. He's a good dude. He's so ingrained in Sounders' culture mm-hmm. and history. He always will be no matter what happens. Uh, you know, he and I were talking the other day, and he asked me about my Vargas jersey. He said, why Why are you wearing a Vargas jersey? Because I think he doesn't see a lot of people in Vargas jersey. And I said, you mm-hmm. know, uh, one reason is that uh, I, this is my jersey with the Champions League uh, or the uh, – yeah – Champions League championship on thing on the gold thing in the middle, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. And I felt like he came in that game and had, was put in an impossible decision and helped us win when JP went down. Uh, and I think I, I love the energy and what he brings to the team and he's going to be a superstar. And coach said, you know, you're right. I mean, we're still a couple of years away. Um, and I think I, you know, I, I said, you know, he, obviously he's still young. He needs to build muscle. He's, he's always going to get bodied a little bit by grown, these grown men out there. He's playing against yeah. in, in a physical league. Yeah. But, but coach said he will be a superstar within a couple of years. Yeah. So, and so and that alludes to, this is probably the only time we're going to feel this way for a while. You know, I hope so. um, we went decades with the Mariners we went a few seasons with the Seahawks. We're gonna I'm go a season. Yeah. I think we'll go a season and a half with the Sounders, and then we're gonna and we might still make it the playoffs and do some damage in these next few weeks. We just gotta hey, figure the shit up. out. Let's back up. I'm older than you. What? We went like 1984 to 2005 with the Seahawks. Man, I went decades with the Seahawks. Well, yeah, we're speaking to a new generation, old man. Ah. Uh. Back in my day, we had to walk uphill in the snow both ways just to see Randy Johnson pitch a 20-strikeout game. And that was just the spirals to get up to your seats in the kingdom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a hill, dude. <laughs> and those things took forever. Oh, um, and I, I loved sprint doing laps around kingdom. I, I, I was totally – we were totally those – fucking annoying kids that are like seven, eight years old weaving through human traffic. But it was kind of fun to have just one big concourse and do a sprint race. Anyway. I, um, I don't race, but I, I do that at Mariners games. Not this year because I haven't gone alone, but in the past when I would go to like 25 games a year, I would frequently be at a game by myself. And at some point in the game, I'd get tired of sitting. And in between every single batter, I would walk. And then mm-hmm. I'd watch the pitch and then I'd walk and then I'd watch the pitch and I would end up walking, you know, because I think one lap around is like, is it a quarter mile or a half mile or whatever it it's is? So I mean, definitely more than a quarter mile. A quarter mile is a yeah, track. That's true. That's not, it's, it's way. It more might, true. it might be almost a mile. 
yeah, whatever it is, it's been too long now because it was oh, pre-pandemic. Yeah. I used to do that all the time where I would just go walk laps and watch baseball by myself. Yeah. That's a great stadium to walk around, though. Uh, Yeah, my mic just gave a crazy noise, so. Well, you definitely hear, see your meters going anyway. I do, too. So, okay. Do we have anything else we want to talk about, or should we bring it into port? I think let's bring it into port now that we're reaching uh, two 30-minute episodes at this point. Where can they find you on the internet? Um, still just Twitter. And we have threads. X. At, at, it's not what? Twitter anymore. It's X. No, it's, it's fucking, it's Twitter. Um, <laughs> it, it's, I, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. I don't like saying that. That just horrible. I DM'd you on X, bro. Yeah. No. Uh, at A-R-O-N-L-I-N-G-L-E-Y. That's where you can find me on Twitter or X. What about you? Yeah, you can get me on any social media service that exists, probably. I think I still have an Elo account, which I can't remember. Truth Social. The Twitter or the Facebook killer. What? You're not on Truth Social? Oh, you're right. I'm not on Trump's thing. Um, uh, Yeah, but no, on on Twitter slash X, Facebook, I guess. I don't know why you want to connect me there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. You don't add me. Uh, But if I do, cool, add me. Um, Instagram, Adult Friend Finder, Stranger Personals, uh, what have you. You can find me at Legal Minded Punk. And we have you done anything on the thread or Instagram? No, I still need to figure out what the password was. But I, I thought about it the other day, and then I realized that you are a normal person with a normal job. And maybe I shouldn't text you at two o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, I need that password. So I didn't bother you because I didn't know if you put your phone off or put it in the other room. Okay. Well, one, does anyone turn their phone off anymore? No. And who has their ringer on? I think, I think there's. I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I Mine's don't. 100% always on vibrate. What if you, there's an emergency and your parents need to reach you? They're getting old, man. I mean, it's not like my phone is docked in another room. It's like either in my hand or in my pocket. Hey, I, huh? When you're sleeping? If if you're calling, you can hear it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, I think most people's phone is on vibrate, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I only turn on mine on vibrate when I'm in doctor's appointments or meetings. Or movies. Oh yeah. Movies for sure. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm going to. I think I don't we may have talked about this before, but get the run P app. I don't work for them. I don't get any money for it. But let me tell you, uh, as you told people earlier about Apple and the amazing feature of the reader where you can get rid of ads, there's an app called Run P where uh if you just pay, I don't know, it's ten bucks, you can get unlimited and don't need to get all the coins where you watch ads or whatever. Uh you set the movie you're watching and it will tell you the best times to go pee during a movie. So it'll buzz in your pocket and you pull it out and <laughs> you can read the synopsis of what's happening on screen because uh, I don't know if you're anything like uh, me I can I cannot sit through these three-hour movies that are coming out without going pee so I want to go at a time where I'm going to not miss anything important that is genius well, yeah. that is a genius genius app and I have thought that uh, you always ask the person next to you but you're just like hey I gotta go pee go. Just, and you get back and say okay so just, wow. yeah. and yeah. that's fucking annoying to have to be like Whoa. Yeah, so you can just I read tell it. you, but I'll miss what's happening. So. It'll even it'll it'll give you like a three Here's minute a warning, and you pull it out, 
and when you load it up, it, it's 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 dark, so it's not real bright on your screen, and it'll say, uh, "Go when the person says this," and then you can get up, go to the bathroom, while you're walking there, coming back, oh, read the challenge too, and go back and sit down, and uh, yeah, it's only for running pee. It's not for running and uh, doing other things. Taking shit. What other things would you be doing? You'd be gone. Um, all right. Well, let's hopefully let's hope that Brian Schmetzer's brain works a little bit better in a few days yeah. when we play in Minnesota. Coach, you got this. Let's get out there and get this win. And James, take us away. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.